What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 10 of Family Ties. This episode is titled To Snatch a Key. <gasps> what? That's right. It aired on the 21st of December, 1983, and with me is my very own Keith. And you didn't even have to snatch me. That's right. You just came over on your own will. All willingly. That's great. Oh, it was awesome. That was a great episode. It was so... <laughs> what a like turnaround crazy. from last week, too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you go from Christmas to, you know, child stealing. Yeah. <laughs> Kidnapping. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's a more succinct way to say that. Well, I mean, Kid technically... Stealing, kidnapping, whatever. Yeah. This is quite an episode. It was incredible. <laughs> and my favorite thing, they did a freeze frame at the end. Yes, and uh, a, a very... Like sudden stop to yeah. the episode, like very little resolution. Yeah, no. And then, did you see the smiles on their faces when they were finished? Like Elise and Steven are just no. like, ah. <laughs> just just in time for frozen. the freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I love freeze frame. I do too. Shows don't do that anymore. Did you ever watch um, Police Squad? Not that I remember. Sh- short-lived show, and it's what they based the Naked Gun movies on. No. So they did like a six, I think they only did like six episodes. And then they turned that into like, like a sort of a test for doing the Naked Gun movies. So it's Leslie Nielsen, a lot of the same cast. And each episode, they would end on a freeze frame. (laughs) Except it wasn't really a freeze frame. They just had everyone freeze. (laughs) And then like, you know, you'd see like little motions or whatever. And like someone's pouring coffee and it's still pouring, but they're not moving anymore. It overfills the cup. Oh, it was my favorite guy. Oh, that's the whole like the show. end of Christmas Vacation. He acts like it's a freeze frame, but then he moves. Really? Yes. Because oh, the dog man. moves. Because the dog is like all still, and he's like all still. And then you wait about 10, 15 seconds, and then he moves again. Re- oh, man. I need to go back and like I didn't pay attention to that. We watch it every year. That's the only reason why I, I can tell you. I've watched it many, many times, yeah. but I just, I guess I never like noticed. Yeah. That's a Christmas staple in my oh. house. Oh. We'll watch that pretty much above anything else except Elf. Elf gets. What about Christmas Story? No, <gasps> nobody in my family likes it. I honestly what? don't care for a Christmas Story. What? I think I've only seen it like twice. That's in my like entire the greatest life. Christmas movie of all time. I disagree. Oh my gosh! No, Christmas Vacation is right up there for me. Okay, but that's like the best. Don't tell me you love Four Christmases though. I we saw it like one time. Yeah, no, that's like Heidi's all time favorite Christmas movie. Really, she loves that movie, and I'm like, that is a horrible movie. I mean, I remember we like mildly enjoyed it, but I don't know if it was memorable enough for me to even remember really what happened. Oh, then I challenge you to watch it again this next <laughs> Christmas and then see what you think. Okay, okay, I can't. That's the one where they have to go to like their parents, and then their yeah. parents are divorced. Everybody's so divorced, and yeah. so they have like you know four Christmases for. On yeah. Side. yeah, I think I remember the premise more than the actual movie. Probably yeah. the hmm. premise was better than the actual movie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but not Christmas Story. No, I don't. It's oh not my, my favorite. It's when, how long, long ago have you watched it? Um, it's probably been five, six years. You haven't watched it with me though. No. See, that's the thing. <laughs> That'll change that pink bunny suit around for me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, it's brilliant. And the leg lamp? Ah, uh, it's. Oh, I have a leg lamp. You do? It's out in the playroom. Oh. I do. I have, I've got a bobblehead, I think maybe right up there of Ralphie. It's in all my junk up there. I don't know if you can see it from where you are. I don't see it. Well, it's somewhere up there. I see an emo, though. I got a lot of junk over there. 
<laughs> and then I have like a Scott Farkas action figure as well. Oh. And on our Christmas decorations, I have leg lamp lights. <clears throat> nice. We actually have the thing. Uh, it was a Hallmark ornament, and you know, you would push the button, and it says, "Oh, you know, your tongue is stuck to the pole, or whatever it says." I don't know. <laughs> right. But your tongue is stuck. To it's gonna freeze to the pole. And <laughs> yeah. I don't. A know. double dog dare you? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't know. Man, it doesn't even go on the tree every year because nobody cares. I feel like you got to give it another chance. All like right. it's so good. <laughs> what about like? What about when he drops the bolts? Oh, fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. <laughs> Come on. I remember that part, but All right. barely. We'll have to give it another shot here. All right. Sha-la-la-la. So we go from Christmas, happy, except Ebenezer Scrooge style, to well, still. all of a sudden now kidnapping, divorce, yeah. anger. Steven and Elise are fighting. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible fight they had, too. I know. Uh, it, it's funny though because although not that specific fight because their fight they had was about letting the phone ring yeah which isn't really a thing that happens anymore because <laughs> no. I would be like it's your phone why am I answering your phone <laughs> right. it's your own phone <laughs> like that doesn't even happen anymore no if Heidi's phone's ringing it's like yeah bummer yeah, yeah it's a good thing you have voicemail in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> in fact unless like Janelle's like oh can you get my phone it would be weird like why am I answering her phone yeah they're not calling to talk to me. Yeah. Or they call my phone. They called her phone specifically. That's so. right. Yeah. I think most sitcom plots are ruined by cell phones now. And technology. Know. Yeah. The advancements. Yeah. I loved Alex's shirt, though. Did you see? He was wearing the... I didn't even notice Rocking it. a pink short sleeve shirt with a tie. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> see, I didn't even notice it. Oh, yeah. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> the kids didn't get a whole lot of screen time in this. No. Because they were kept getting shuffled off. Yeah. Jennifer got a couple of zingers, though. Yeah. Well, and my favorite line that uh, that Mallory said, we were ta- they were talking to Keith. Uh-huh. Little Keith, who oh. is David Faustino. Yes. From Married with Children. They're talking to him, and Mallory says, oh, aren't you excited to move to California? you got Hollywood, Disneyland, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> It's so close. So yeah, it's right there. She's like, he can visit there still. <laughs> yeah, Alex is all indignant. He's like, well, you know, he that's in Arizona, and she's like, well, he can visit it, and he's like, well, he can visit Belgium too. Yeah. What does like, that have to do? Belgium with of all the countries, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe I guess because they make chocolate. I, don't know. I guess you've been to Belgium, right? I have not. Oh, I thought you went. No, we uh, went to Germany, which uh, is like adjacent to. Okay. I didn't make it to Belgium. Oh, all right. Someday. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm going to Germany too. In September. You're going to Germany 2? Yeah. It's Germany Part 2. The, ret- <laughs> <laughs> the sequel? Yeah. It's the electric Germalooers. <laughs> uh, that was dumb. terrible. All right. When, so what uh, happened you're going in to, this episode? Oh, well, I got to hear real quick, though. Are you going to Germany? Where else are you guys going? Uh, we're talking about going to Amsterdam and then going to uh, Ireland. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm not sure why Amsterdam, other than the train kind of just goes through there, I guess. Okay. So. So Germany to there, and then how do you, you take a boat over to Ireland? I guess. I don't know. Okay. I'm not in charge of planning the trip, so. Okay. You're we have millennials to take care of all that for us. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. What happened in this episode? Tell me. I'll tell you. Yes. We open up with Stephen and Elise in a bitter battle. Right. Over who let, who was going to answer the phone in the morning. Steven was asleep. Elise was in the shower. It was his one day to sleep. That's it. 
And why did she have to take a shower when he was sleeping? How could she? <laughs> and where were all three kids? Why didn't they answer the phone? Yeah, because Mallory's always in a battle to get it. Yeah. But they didn't care, apparently. No. So that happened. And it was on... It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. So they were sleeping in. They must not be going to church. No. Maybe in Ohio they don't have church. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, so they're in a big fight. The kids are eavesdropping. And they come out. And then they pretend like everything's fine. But they're still kind of bitter at each other. And then... Their friends coming over. Uh, what was his name? What was the dad? Richard? Richard, yes. Richard's bringing Keith over, and we find out that he is a divorced dad. He's he's got him on the weekends only right now, mm-hmm. and his divorced wife is taking Keith, which is the kid, away to San Diego, and he doesn't get to go. No. Why are you taking my kid two thousand miles away from me? That's right, two thousand miles, and. So he comes over. He's very upset. He brought he bring, brings a bunch of stuff for the kids. They go play outside with with kites and stuff so that they can have a conversation. Basically, the whole episode is excuses to get rid of the kids so the adults can talk. You know. Did you feel like it was product placement for that kite too? Because like he kept selling it. And all yeah. The features of it. Unless it's not a real one, it probably isn't. I don't know because if it was, it was like really blatant. Yeah, it was pretty blatant. But it almost felt like he was just I don't know I forget what the name of it and I didn't look it up but. Oh. Unless it was just like, you know, this is a commercial type sounding thing, you know. It was one of those weird kites, the box style. Yeah. Have you ever flown one of those? I have not. I never have either. It seems really hard. They don't seem like they would work. Because I have a hard enough time with the diamond shaped ones, yeah. you know. In fact, Janelle, Janelle has, she uploads like our home videos to like a private YouTube channel for, oh, okay. not all for of them, but some of them, but for sure. family to share, right? And there's a series of like six videos of when we were in Arizona with our family and we got kites. Luke picked out a kite to get at like for a prize at the store, right? Grandma and Grandpa got him a prize or something. So we're at this like big park area, and it's basically like six video clips, probably two or three minutes long, of us trying to fly a kite and failing <laughs> miserably. And it's horrible. It's so cute because Luke's little, and we're like, "Okay, run, run!" And he's got the kite, and then it just like flops <laughs> to the ground. Aww. And Janelle's dad watched it, and he's like, "You guys are terrible at kites. You're doing it all wrong." <laughs> So anyway, is there really like a procedure to make it work right? I guess hmm. I don't know. Like usually, if the wind is right, I just kind of toss it up it and, and run, and yeah. and then it goes right. But it just was not happening. I don't know what we were doing wrong. I always remember thinking, like as a kid, like oh, kites are so fun, and then you get it up in the air, and then you just stand there for a couple minutes. You're like, okay, this is really boring <laughs> now. Know what? Well, if you got like if you have it really good, you know the wind's going really good, you can make a dive a little bit and stuff. That's fun. Yeah. I don't know. We never bought the fancy kite, so it was always like the 99 cent oh, yeah. special. Oh, absolutely. So it had the little crossbar you'd have to put in was all yep. there was. Just a little paper or plastic, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've done, too. So well, I was curious if you'd ever flown a box box kite. No. I feel like they're not the right type. No, I, or, or you have to do something. You have to be good at kites, yeah. I think, because I don't know. Yeah, I'm not doing it. No. And they seem to have a tough time with them as well, putting them together. They so. couldn't even get them together. It took them yeah. to different languages. Um, Jennifer had a good, like, because she read in Spanish. She's uh. like, I use my cabeza. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty good. Oh, that was awesome. So they talk with Richard, and it's very serious. There's a lot of, a very serious episode. Yeah. And they're talking about how painful it is and blah, blah, blah. And eventually, um, the wife shows up the ex-wife shows up yeah cynthia cynthia and 
you know, she doesn't want to talk to him. And they sit down and have the most, I mean, it's kind of awesome. The most awkward, like, three minutes of screen time <laughs> maybe ever filmed. I feel like they only had, like, two lines of dialogue in that entire time frame. Yeah, a lot of just kind of patting their lap and, hmm. So, so you're fine? You're fine? You're fine? Oh, yeah. You're fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> I meant to ask you. Well, now you don't have to. And, oh, it's amazing. But you're fine. And then Richard, meanwhile, chimes in, like, just hateful, like, how could you do this to me? And then they're like, hmm. And very awkward. It's and then great. she yells back at him. And- yeah. <laughs> so eventually, oh, because there's also a running gag where he lights up a cigarette in the Keaton's house and Stephen makes him put it out, you know, because they don't smoke. They're anti-smoke, yeah. And so he is about to do it again when Cynthia's there and he's like, I'll go out on the lawn and I'll foul up your neighborhood or whatever. <laughs> And so he goes out, and then Alex comes in a minute later with a note from him that says he's taken Keith. He snatched Keith. Snatched him. And he's gone. He's kidnapped, basically. He's a Keith snatcher. Because he doesn't have custody, so. No. That's kidnapping. And and they're leaving, like, in a week. So that was his last Sunday fun day. Yeah. Well, of course, Cynthia's very upset about this. Right. They're hanging around the house trying to figure out what to do. None of them think to call the police. None. I guess... Like, they make odd choices in this show. Yeah. Obviously, I guess they're trying to move the narrative along, but but still. Well, because if they just called the police and they took care of it, they wouldn't have much of a story there. Yeah. Because in this case, they eventually Richard calls, and Stephen goes out to talk to him and talks some sense into him. And although he doesn't listen right away, eventually he brings Keith back, and they have a great freeze frame. They did. And that's it. It just ends there. Yeah. So, did he have consequences for that? I don't know. And well, I, they didn't call the cops, so there's no so way there's to nothing. prove it. Yeah. <laughs> so none of that, at no point in time, did anyone do anything that was rational. No. I don't know. Yeah. I was laughing because I thought it was really funny that Stephen was obviously on Richard's side. And right. Cynthia's like, well, this hasn't been easy on me. And they're just really like pushing like dad's rights, I felt like, a little bit. Yeah. Well, because he said a big thing about... If I went to court, like the mom, unless she comes in with like her torn clothes and naked or something like and that, drooling, then drooling, and <laughs> and the mom always gets the rights, you know. Yeah, they were really speaking into that. They were, but they definitely didn't make a good case for it with the dad, who was clearly not like rational. Ra- yeah, right. He was not behaving well. Takes a kid and runs. Yep, smoking in people's houses when they don't want him to. Yeah. And how weird is it to see someone like smoking in a coffee shop now, right? Yeah. I remember one time we went back east and, you know, obviously in California, it's a little more progressive. There wasn't, they banned cigarette smokes in restaurants right, and stuff right. a long time ago. And we went back east and we're in uh, Silver Dollar City and we go to this little place, we're having breakfast and all of a sudden I smell a cigarette and I'm like looking around and I'm all indignant. I'm like, what is going on here? And then I'm I'm like, oh yeah, wait yeah. a minute. When we sat down there, like smoking or not smoking. That's so, because I remember as a kid, that, I mean, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they'd be like, well, there's not many people smoking. Maybe, you know, we don't want to wait too long. I guess we could sit and smoking for a bit. Like, so weird because yeah. it's just not a thing anymore. Not at all. And it, I mean, it kind of came and went pretty quick, I feel like, as far yeah. as like where it was a normal thing. And now it's not. And I mean, our kids would never even like have any idea that would be a thing that could happen. Yeah. So. And I, f- I feel like even hotels are kind of doing that now because when you book it, it's just like, like you don't choose smoking or non-smoking. Yeah, there's a lot of hotels that are all non-smoking. Just non-smoking. You still get at casino hotels. Those are different, yeah. You know, there's a few. Probably like your Econo Lodge, I'm pretty sure. Like that. <laughs> your Motel level. 6. Yeah, <laughs> there's still some options out there, but it's definitely less. And in fact, 
I heard that they're like banning smoking from Disneyland altogether. Yeah, they're going to make them smoke outside the park now, those three designated areas. That's gone. crazy. And no more of those uh, wagon strollers or something. And Yeah, that, I mean... I don't, I don't know. That never was a big issue for me, but I get it, like clipping people's ankles and stuff. I feel like sometimes those double strollers are a little crazy too. But yeah, we've got two kids. I have a double stroller, but it's the long one. That's the what we had is the long one too, because it's way, it's too hard to manipulate that yeah. big wide thing. Oh yeah, it doesn't fit through the things. Never. The long one is hard to manipulate, like steer sometimes, but worth yeah. it, especially if you have the heavier kid in the front. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're really doing that work to But push. if you can arrange them just right, you can get some sweet wheelies going in those things. <laughs> exactly. Our kids, I still have our double stroller in the garage, and I think the last time I pulled it out was probably about six months ago. Our kids like to wedge themselves in there because before, when they were little, and Janelle worked up at uh, the school up here on California Street, so mm-hmm. less than a mile away from us. Uh-huh. So we would walk up there to, to see her after school. Oh, nice. And she had driven in the morning, so then we'd all ride back in the car back to the house, <laughs> right? But along the way, I would push them all on the sidewalks, and every time there's like a driveway, that the cement kind of dips down and up again. Mm-hmm. So I would like do little jumps, you know, like do <laughs> just make it like a little roller coaster ride on the way up. So they'll still ask me, will you take us out and go in there again? I don't think I could pull it off anymore, though. <laughs> they're they're too big at yeah. this point. I mean, they were too big last time we did it, too, but it's fun. You still push past. Yeah. Nice. So. I don't know how we got on strollers, but whatever. <laughs> in Disneyland. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la! So, we do have some uh, interesting guest stars in this episode. Oh, perfect. Shall we talk about them? I think so. All right. So, first of all, there was one like noticeable one. Keith. Keith. Yeah, David Faustino. Keith was David Faustino. Is that his first acting gig? No, there was a few, I think like four or five before that. Okay. Um, I didn't I didn't count, but yeah. this okay. It was early on, though. He, okay. he had not done a whole lot at that point. Um, he also was on, of course, Married with Children. For many, many seasons. That's what everyone knows him for, is Bud. Bud Bundy. And I haven't seen this, but he also played another character named Bud. Really? In a movie called Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's the Have same Have you character. seen any of the Sharknados? I've seen a little bit of one of them like on TV in a hotel once. Uh-huh. I think I watched it for 15 minutes and I was like, okay. It's terrible. I get it. Awesome. Like, it's funny. I think we watched the first like two. Because you know the first one was so incredible and then the second one jumped the shark. Oh. <laughs> but I don't think we saw any of the other ones. Isn't there a fifth one too? Probably. I think so. I can't keep track. I think they stopped after five though, because they did sharks in space. Well, how do you where do you go from there? I think you're kinda done. Time travel <laughs> sharks. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so also we had um, of course Cynthia. Okay. Which is the mom. Did you see her hair? It was pretty big. It was like Buffant. Yeah. Yeah. It was like definitely a perm, right? Oh. And I don't I th- know because it was like all teased up and hairsprayed. And, I think so. Yeah. Do you think the dad had a perm? Oh, yeah. He did. That looked like a perm. perm. That, no one has natural curls like that, not, right? Not. Well, and then because it was longer in the back and it wasn't curly in the back, it was only curly on top. Yeah. It was quite a hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> um, the outfit with the jacket, the sleeves all pushed up, and the acid wash jeans. Yeah, he. I mean, again, if you're trying to like make a, a case for like the dad's rights, he could have presented himself a little more, yeah. you know. Well, and respectable. Did you hear when he was talking about how you know all the dads are there on Sunday, you know, at the pony rides? Yeah. And 
and he talked about how they're all trying to regain that opportunity and they fall in love as they come towards them and then cry as they go away from yeah, them and, and they stuff. dress like their kids and yeah trying to be cool yeah trying to regain their youth it's it's sad yeah but <laughs> I shed a tear too. <laughs> but they resolved it all in a half an hour. So oh, yeah. fine. <laughs> Not even a full half hour, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, 20, 23 <laughs> something. Uh, so the uh, lady who, pray, who played Cynthia was named Donna McKechnie. McKechnie. Oh, McKinchy? sure. Something like that. Yeah, she's a household name. Uh, she was, this is the only time she was on Family Ties. And um, the only other, she'd done a few things, but the big thing she did 24 episodes of. Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. Which is a, if I remember correctly, it was like a soap opera, but it had vampires in it. Is that the movie that Johnny Depp they did? did? That, yeah, but it's based oh. on like a soap opera thing. Yeah. I never actually watched it, but yeah, she was in a bunch of episodes of that. So. Oh, that's cool. That's her claim to fame. I actually like that movie. I don't know if you ever saw it. I didn't see it, and it's just because we kind of missed it, and I never got around to it, but I love... I love Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I just just didn't happen to catch it. So, but I'll have to do that. Yeah, it was fun. Also, we had Richard. Mm-hmm. Richard is played by James Sutorius. Some challenging names. Yeah, tonight. definitely. Those uh, are not great stage names. No, and he he did a bunch. Like he probably had sixty credits where he did one episode of a show. Oh, okay. Like, this is the only time on Family Ties. He did a bunch of stuff. But he was also a regular on Dynasty. I think he did something like... I, I didn't put how many, but something like 30 episodes or 20 episodes, something of Dynasty. Oh. So he was another soap opera actor. The original Dynasty? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the 70s one. Not the reboot. No, I guess it was in the 80s when he was doing it, though. And then, one other thing about him, he it was also known for voice work in commercials... And in the 70s, he was the voiceover for Ragu Spaghetti Sauce. And his famous line was, now that's Italian. Oh. I don't know if you remember that one I or not. I do remember but yeah, that. That was him. Wow, I forgot about that one. They got the that's Italian guy. That's Italian. <laughs> and then finally, we had, very briefly, Isabella O'Connor playing the waitress. Mary Jo. Yes. Now, she is only credited as waitress in the credits and on IMDb, oh. but... We read her name tag, and yes. it's Mary Jo. Yeah. So. And she had she had a funny little line. She had a couple of little quick zingers. Yeah. Good little bit there. Um, she wasn't in very much, but her, her one thing that I recognized was she was in an Intolerable Cruelty. Was that the is that the spoof version of that movie? No, it's, it's a Coen Brothers movie. Oh. oh, oh. And where he's like a, a divorce lawyer. I don't know that I ever saw that. No, I, I it was a highly I'm underrated. Cool intentions. That's, that's what I you're thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, this is like a comedy. It's it's George Clooney and uh, what's her name? Oh, I can't think of her name. That was married to Michael Douglas, or still is probably. Oh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. It was the two of them. Okay. And she's like a gold digger where she marries rich guys sure. and then like waits till they die and then gets all their money and he's a divorce lawyer and he's coming after her, trying to get and then of course they fall in love and blah blah well wow. it's really really good really and highly underrated a lot okay. of people it kind of flew under the radar so hmm. i'll have to check that one out i have it on dvd in oh, case you ever list. Need to. yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> so that was her claim to fame Sha-la-la-la. i really enjoyed that whole bit with the who said don't he says i'm 
tired of you, Buster. And he said, don't call me Buster, Keaton. And they did a whole thing back and forth about Buster. I didn't Buster. call you Buster, I Keaton. I didn't call you, why are we arguing about Buster, Keaton? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. One of my favorite lines was when uh, Elise said, I'm going to, you know, we should have installed a phone in the shower years ago. And Mallory said it would make her life easier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's all she needs. Yeah. Do they put phones in showers? I've seen phones in bathrooms. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen one in the shower. I feel like there was a time, though, when there was like a waterproof phone. Am I just imagining that? I doubt like it. A, I, I'm pretty sure they did. I think so. Like like a cordless, you know, that was like mm-hmm. a thing. It was all like be. sealed. Yeah. It's probably the same size as like Zach Morris's phone. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It's like a radio <laughs> it's <all> phone. Giant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a walkie talkie. Yeah. Breaker Breaker 1 9. Or like those uh, radio phones they have in the, uh, in the <laughs> oh, field. And, yeah. Remember that when you had the briefcase yes. and you opened it yes. up and there's a phone in there? Oh, that was awesome. Now, did you ever see Loaded Weapon? I don't. I don't think That's I did. That's a spoof of Lethal okay. Weapon and other movies like yeah. it. But it's great. It's got Emilio Estevez. <gasps> Didn't he do Hot Shots too? Well, Hot Shots. Well, Hot part Shots you. part do, but he was in. But it's Charlie Sheen. It's Hot Shots. Yeah, but I thought he was in that one too. Well, briefly. Okay. Just they like cross paths. I think that was the one he was in, or he. I don't. I don't know. Oh, now I'm confused. Because he's in Load a Weapon, like briefly, yeah, as well, and then also. Uh, Martin Sheen, I think he does Hot Shots, though. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm getting them all confused. I can't remember. But I like those movies. Yeah, they're always fun to watch. Um, The other one is Top Secret. Did you ever see Top Secret? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, that's with Val Kilmer, and it's like a spy spoof one. Oh, that's really good. Now, is it heavier Val Kilmer? No, this is like early 80s Val Kilmer. Oh, wow. So it was like after like Real Genius and all those? Yeah, like right around that era. Okay. Very good. Hmm. He's always going to be Doc Holliday to me. Like, that was the oh, best role he ever played. I'll be a Huckleberry. Yeah. It's weird to me, though, that, like, those spoof movies don't exist anymore. They don't make them. No, because they started doing those, like, teen movie or mm-hmm. super, whatever. The those scary things. movie yeah. four. And- Which just are not the same thing. No. And for whatever reason, like, that just kind of went away. Yeah. Not another teen movie. Yeah. That's where it started. Yeah. There's that some- was the beginning of the end. It was. I don't they know. ruined the whole genre. They did, and now no one wants to see a spoof movie because those things. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen died too, so I think you know without him kind of helming those things. Yeah, he was in like the last two scary movies, and they actually were better than the earlier ones. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually owned Scary Movie Three because <gasps> that was actually pretty good with him in it. But wasn't like Anna Faris in a lot of those? And yeah, I think that's where she kind of got her start, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. I'm also, I have a great collection of Leslie Nielsen movies, not just his spoofs, but I love his movies before he like was doing funny stuff mm-hmm. because it's still hilarious because all you think of is him being funny. You can't take a movie with, with him seriously. And they're not meant to be funny? Oh, no. Oh. No, like, <laughs> like he was in a bunch of action movies and stuff. He's like an action star. My favorite one is called Total Control. Um, I have probably made a hundred different people watch this movie because it's so bad. It's one of those that's like so bad it's good where like there's a part where there's a guy in the car and he punches on this side of the car and the guy flies out the door (laughs) on the other side. I mean, just ridiculous stuff. But the whole thing is he's got this mind control drug and he's like, control, control. And he has to say that to like get it to not control his brain. But imagine Leslie Nielsen doing it. It's amazing. That sounds pretty incredible. incredible, And it's not meant to be 
be funny. And it's oh, not meant to be awesome. funny, so it totally is. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Definitely. I have that on DVD as well. Really? So, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Who knew? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I have a lot of DVDs. That's the you problem. You do have quite a few. <laughs> you have quite the collection. I do. Sha-la-la-la! Well, any final things about this episode? Well, I did like the cigarette humor because I thought it was really funny when, you know, he's looking around the kitchen of all places and he's trying to put out a cigarette. (laughs) And, of course, the only place is Stephen's cup of water. Yeah. Yeah. That cigarette humor was really funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorites. And then the waitress, you know, she talks him into, instead of talking to her, she sells him a cup of coffee and then she pushes the pie, too. Yeah, she says, do you want pie? And he's like, you tell me. She's like, just a little piece. (laughs) I'm like, no, if I have to pay full price, I want the full piece. (laughs) Even if I take it home. Now, a fun little tidbit you pointed out was that the doorbell, when Richard came over, was a totally different doorbell sound than when Cynthia came over later. Yeah, that's kind of a weird thing. Like, it was like a ding-dong when he showed up, and then when Cynthia came over, it's more like a... Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Who's doing the sound effects? I'm wondering if they're if that got like changed in the remastering process, or it's very possible, or if they just were messing with people to see if anybody was paying attention, <laughs> if anyone would notice, so they would write in. I wonder. Oh. Hmm. We may never know. I, I don't know how you'd even find that out. We yeah. won't. We'll never know. Wow. And. You figured out that Alex was born in 1965, based on yeah. this episode. Yeah, because they were in Maine in the summer, July of 68, and Alex was three. When he turned three. So now we know. he's a 60. He was born in 65. Yeah. And we know, too, that uh, he knew that Richard and Cynthia loved each other at one point. Yeah, because he had the room <laughs> next door. <laughs> that was bad. That was an awesome and incredible. Yes. It's amazing what they get away with, some of their innuendo. In 1983? <laughs> yeah. Or wait, this was 84, right? When this episode came No, this is 21st, December 21st. Oh, okay. So we're like So we on finished the, the Christmas episode? We're still like... But we're still, yeah. They're still doing episodes at Christmas they time. They still had that, which they don't do anymore. No. They, they barely touch November now. Yeah, they get it done. If they're going to do a Christmas one, it's like the very end of November. Yeah. But to have Weird. already burned the Christmas episode and then like four days before Christmas. Then we have, have this. A... They have the divorce episode. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Here's a divorce dad with a Sunday fun day. Oh, man. Now, of course, I'm getting the air dates off of IMDb. So I suppose it's possible there's an error there. But I feel like IMDb is like, it's not like the onion or something. It's a pretty no, reputable pre- thing. Yeah. If anyone's going to have accurate information, I think that's the best. Yeah. But man. Maybe we have to get uh, WikiLeaks to figure it out. <laughs> I guess so. We'll have to find someone's like copied tapes that they recorded back then and get to this the bottom of this. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la! Well, good episode. Yeah, it was a super fun episode. Yeah, very. And, and it had your name in it. It so did. That made it even better. And Bud Bundy. And Bud Bundy. So Keith is not a super common name like that. I feel like there's a few of them here and there, but yeah. really... You know, I had no idea what it was going to be. I just knew that Keith was in the title of the episode. (laughs) Just snatch a Keith. You're never sure. Like, was Richard going to be the Keith? Right. Who's the Keith? It makes perfect sense, though. The second you watch it and you're like, oh, the kid's name is Keith. They're divorced. Now, yeah. You kind of saw that coming. Yeah, it didn't take long. No. And I thought maybe, because the reference from uh, Alfred Hitchcock to Catch a Thief... 
yeah. I had a feeling that's what they're... So I thought maybe there was some kind of a thief. Like well, they a, wanted to catch him, but then Stephen let him go. Yeah. He's just like... He gave him a stern talking to. And then, and then just, he walked out. Yeah. And then the kid says, bye, Mr. Keaton. And he kind of just nods at him and yeah. lets him walk out with him. Yeah. That's kind of a weird like restaurant bar looking thing. Cause yeah. Half of like it looked a like a bar. Yeah, yeah, but then it kind of looked like a coffee shop. And then you saw the guy with the cowboy hat, and there was like a little jukebox next to him where he could make his little selection. Yeah, and a pinball machine. Yeah, because Keith won a free game. That's right. You know, it's Keith's and pinball. You crush it, apparently. <laughs> Are you really good at pinball? No, I hate pinball. <laughs> you hate pinball? I do. It's boring. All right. I guess I could see that. I'd rather, like, if there's a choice to play pinball or a video game, I'd rather play a video game all day. I, I like to mix it up. Yeah. I definitely like would you know favor the arcade games, but if there's pinball around, I'll give it a try. It's I mean, fun. if there's nothing else to do, but what's the point of pinball well, to, to try get, to make it go through the little hoops and to stuff? To get a high score, eh? <laughs> Not for you. No. I did love. We were talking too about in the coffee shop. They're like yelling at each other, and no one even <laughs> wow. looks up or notices. Waitress doesn't come back and say, "Hey." Yeah, we've Keep got customers down. in here. There's the guy in the cowboy hat just sitting there doing his thing. Nobody even knows. Doesn't even care. Nope. I like when the like uh, the extras are kind of awkward, and so they'll kind of like you know look over and see what's <laughs> right. going on. They're not doing what they're supposed to do, and just pretending to be just bystanders or bad, like pretending to talk where they're clearly not like actually saying stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Sha la la la. Well, did you get a moral out of this episode? I think the moral of the episode, I don't know. That's a tough one. Because this was muddy. I guess value your marriage as a part of it, yeah. you know, or your relationships that you have. Don't fight over petty things. Well, did you catch at the very end of the episode when they were making up Elise and Steven, she's like, you know, looks like we just really got to work through this and we got to continue to communicate and... So I feel like that's the moral of the story. Yeah. You know, if it's you have a relationship, you really, like you just said, you have to invest in it. Because that other couple, they said, was happy at one point. They loved each other. And Alex knows. Yeah. And now they're apart. He was there when Keith was conceived. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was, a, what, the summer of 74 or something? Yeah. <laughs> when they went back to Maine. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. guess that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Also, don't kidnap your kids. <laughs> that's, I yeah. would say. Uh, that's a good secondary. Yeah. And then I guess if you really want to have a tertiary is, you know, uh, don't get divorced because the mom's always going to get the kids. That's true. And he paid all that money. I think he said $20,000. $20,000. And that's $20,000 in 1983 money. Yeah. So, you know. That's got to be like $100 million right yeah. now, right? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> if you adjust for inflation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, my last thing, my last little bit that I thought was really funny is the kids were talking at one point in the middle about if mom and dad did get a divorce, who would you want to live with? Oh, yeah. And Mallory's solution was, she said, I'd get an apartment and they could come visit me. Mm -hmm. And Alex said, I'd buy an apartment building and they could rent from me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of funny because in the Ebenezer Scrooge, he sold them the piece of tinsel. Yep. (laughs) So... There's a running theme here. <laughs> yeah. Alex is going to be the uh, the landlord. Yes. <clears throat> well. Or slumlord, I guess. I don't know. Apparently. He let them let that house go. So. And they had to sell dirt. So I'm pretty sure that's slumlord at that <laughs> point. lost their wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer with the black lung. <laughs> if only they got that cough syrup. <laughs> she got a six pack. 
<laughs> See, at the time, you said that wasn't your favorite episode, but I think that's one that's going to stick with us more than I, some of them. That's definitely going to be in our minds a lot yes. until longer. It was weird. It was a weird episode. <laughs> it was bizarre. <laughs> we'll see what next year's Christmas does. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, Just a few more episodes ago. We're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> Sha-la-la-la! I think that's going to do it for this episode of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. That was pretty stunning. It was great. Yeah. To, to snatch a Keith. I don't think, I think we've already hit the peak now. This is it. Family ties. Yeah. Unless there's a like, fill me in on the details with the Phil, <laughs> P-H-I-L. Then... <laughs> Maybe that'll be part of the clip show. Maybe so. <laughs> Well, thank you, listeners, for joining us uh, in this episode. If you would like to watch Family Ties, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. It's included with a membership to Amazon Prime. And uh, if you would like to write to us, which you should definitely oh, that do, would be incredible. Alex B. Keaton is my friend at gmail.com. We'd love it. We would. And you can find us on Facebook. Also, join our Facebook page or like it. Yep. That'd be good. For all the updates. Yes, like when the new episode comes, you'll be the first to know. Oh, and unless you're at home and it just downloads into your phone. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. See, I'm old school. I like to just find out things through social media and oh, then go there. Perfect. I don't subscribe to stuff. <laughs> really? You don't? I don't have any subscriptions, I don't think, to any, except for our own my own shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, well, because I like to know what people are getting. But other than that, yeah, I don't. Hmm. So then when you see it, that's when you will go and That's when I go do it, yeah. Okay. Do you listen to a bunch of podcasts or no? Uh, I listen to I listen sporadically to podcasts. Like I don't generally. There's very few that I just listen to every episode. Okay. We have friends that do a a, a Anna Green Gables related mm-hmm. one we talked about, um, which is uh, Call Me Cordelia, mm-hmm. and I listen to all their stuff. Um, but for the most part, that's the, I I just kind of listen here and there if there's an episode of something that I want to hear. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm so OCD that I don't start shows unless I'm gonna listen to every do episode. the whole thing. Yeah, I just find with podcasts for me, there's not enough time for me to do all of them. No, so I'd rather like like there's a lot of music ones that I like that, but I'll wait for a band that I like and oh, okay, I want to listen to that one because I like that, that band. Makes sense, you know, yeah. um, so you don't want to listen to one and they talk about people you don't care about. I'm, yeah, you know, I got other stuff to do. You know, so <laughs> right? you are a busy guy. So I don't know. I, that's just my style with that, which is weird because I wouldn't do that with a TV show. But for whatever reason, that's how I do podcasts. Oh, well, so, it works. Yeah. Well, and it also works for you guys to listen to our show. So thanks for being here with us. You should listen to our show every. Well, I, I, yes, I'm not advocating my style of listening to podcasts <laughs> in this scenario in any way, shape, or form. So, and not only should you listen, you should start writing in. Yes, we th- need to know. Definitely, we want you to weigh in on all these uh, very special episodes. I want to hear about what your thoughts are. Yeah, and also, I would like to thank Keith for being here as my co-host and not being snatched. That's right. I'm so glad you didn't get snatched away tonight. <laughs> right, right after we finish the episode, somebody comes in and takes me. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> that would be funny though. It's true. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode, and we'll see you next time on a very special episode of Alex B. Keaton is My Friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through.